0: This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, Congress wants to get certain VA employees vaccinated so they can get back to business. There's congressional concern regarding the depletion of federal scientists. And a vendor used by two major government conference organizers has suffered a data breach. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The top two leaders of the Senate Veterans Affairs Committee are calling on President Biden to prioritize vaccines for employees at the National Personnel Records Center. Senators John Tester and Jerry Moran say veterans are struggling to get the personnel and military records they need to access the health and burial benefits. That's because the National Personnel Records Center is closed for much of the pandemic. NARA employees are working remotely and processing some records requests on an emergency basis. But senators say that this is not enough to keep up with a growing backlog of records requests. They say VA Secretary Dennis McDonough has promised to set aside vaccines for NARA employees from the department's allotment. Congress is concerned about vaccine refusal at the Federal Bureau of Prisons. More on that from Federal News Network's Nicole Grisco. BOP says it offered the COVID-19 vaccine to all of its employees, but 49% took the agency up on its offer. Maryland Congressman Dutch Ruppersberger. It seems to me there's got to be a way to change that number because if the guards aren't being protected, then the inmates aren't being protected. BOP says it can't require employees to take vaccines since the Food and Drug Administration hasn't formally approved them yet. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. There's also congressional concern about the loss of federal scientists. Chairman of the House Science, Space and Technology Oversight and Investigation Subcommittee, Bill Foster, points out that the Environmental Protection Agency workforce has declined by 16% since 2009. Staffing levels also declined or stagnated at other federal science agencies as well. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention lost 187 scientific staff before the pandemic. A reintroduced bicameral bill would allow federal firefighters to trade shifts without it affecting their pay or using annual leave. The Federal Firefighter Flexibility and Fairness Act would fix what supporters say is a long-standing disparity between federal firefighters and other local fire departments. Right now, federal firefighters can trade shifts with each other, but if they trade into a different pay period, it can affect how much they're compensated. The IRS is asking for industry feedback on its plans to have one vendor manage more than a dozen of its IT systems. The agency estimates its Enterprise Development Operations Services proposal could take up to seven years and the contract award will have a ceiling of $2.6 billion. The vendor would also be tasked with operating and upgrading IRS systems such as its integrated financial system and its return review program. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency is one step closer to having more threat visibility. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. Acting CISA Director Brandon Wales says the agency is finalizing the procedures and training behind its new administrative subpoena authority. Congress granted this authority under the latest National Defense Authorization Act. Wales says CISA will begin using this capability starting in about two months. The subpoena authority allows CISA to reach out to Internet service providers and make contact with system owners whose Internet facing systems are at risk. We want to be able to talk directly to the owner and say, you know, you've got a vulnerable system. We found it today, but tomorrow a malicious actor could have found that. Jory Heckman. Federal News Network. At least two large government conference organizers are warning past attendees that their information may have been stolen in a recent data breach. FCA and the U.S. Geospatial Intelligence Foundation both sent email notifications saying the third-party vendor they use for conference registration was the victim of a ransomware attack. That company, Spargo Incorporated, appears to have had data like names, addresses, and phone numbers taken from its database. The breach does not appear to have involved more sensitive data like credit card numbers or password though. The Army is giving female soldiers more time to get in shape after they give birth. More from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. Until now, new moms were expected to meet the Army's weight and physical fitness standards within six months of having a baby. Under the new policy, they will have a full year. Women who've already had their records flagged for being out of compliance with those standards will have them removed as long as they're still within the new one-year time frame. The changes apply to both the active duty force and the Army Reserve. Jared Serbia, Federal News Network. The Army is also coming out with the third iteration of its fitness test in recent years. It's hoping this one sticks. Federal News Network's Scott Macione explains. Starting in April, soldiers will be taking a new fitness test to prove their readiness for service. The test allows soldiers to perform planks or leg tucks to test core strength. Leg tucks involve hanging from a chin-up bar and bringing knees to elbows. The baseline score of the test is gender-neutral. However, the tiered model takes into account differences between the two genders. The Army also recently changed its policy so that new mothers will have a year between giving birth and participating in fitness tests. The Army says the change will help keep mothers' body fat high enough for breast milk production. Scott Massioni Federal News Network. Senators Tammy Duckworth and Mark Warner are calling on the Defense Department to develop concrete steps to tackle military family hunger. The two senators sent a letter to Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin asking DOD to consider engagement strategies with organizations addressing hunger and service member issues. They also asked that DOD look into reasons why service members might be ineligible for nutrition assistance programs. Congress is still waiting on a report from DOD on military hunger. And the Census Bureau gives an early peek at the one data set that can change the course of the nation. Federal News Network's Tom Temin has details. Voters and politicians can both preview what the bureau calls an interactive apportionment map. That is, how the congressional districts might be divided according to the results of the 2020 national nose count. But you won't be able to see them just yet. Census, partly because of the pandemic, hasn't delivered the results of the 2020 count. That's supposed to occur April 30th. Meantime, the map does show districts in the century leading up to the 2010 count. I'm Tom Temin. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts, and stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White.